I will be proud to lead you wonderful guys into battle anytime, anywhere. That's all. Spores, kicks, and fires. He struck him out looking. It's over. It's over. The Rangers have won the World Series. Ranger fans, you're not dreaming. The Rangers are the World Series champions. Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Appreciate that question. It's the miracle on ice. It's Tiger in 05. It's history in the making. This is the Drake Toll Show. Como se dice. This is the Drake Toll Show. Mamacita. Drake Toll, Cameron Stewart, Aaron Sexton produces. Did you see Baylor men's basketball play play last night? I did. Really? Yeah, I, was th- I was there, actually, weirdly enough. I think... But probably my last game ever at the F-Shack, by the way. This is... It warrants, Unless I start going to volleyball. It warrants can't... No, oh, that's right. They're staying Right? In the, They're still staying Yeah, right? how yeah. sad is that? They're building a brand new arena, pavilion. Yes. And volleyball doesn't get to play there. That does kind of suck, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do they, even, do they even care if it's their own facility, if it's not? It's them and acrobatics and tumbling. Acrobatics and tumbling, yeah. The women's... Like, the, they, the could, they could do that. Teams. They could do that in the pavilion. There's no reason why they couldn't do that in the pavilion. Right, because they've been doing it at the Ferrell Center. They've been having all four teams at the Ferrell Center. Like, you either have the, like, UT has that volleyball-specific gym, which is great. They're right, right on gymnasium. top of you. Yeah. Yeah. Arkansas does the and, same thing. And Baylor thing. doesn't have, Baylor Volleyball isn't going to have that either. Like, they're right. not going to have their own space that's actually great and conducive to the sport. It's just the Feral Center. Correct. And so the, reason, be in there the reason that it works for other programs is because they used that gym from the 1950s. That yeah, it's and awesome. it's awesome. It's, re- it's got this vintage look. UT, it's the loudest place I've been in sports. In sports, the loudest that I've ever heard anything is the UT Volleyball Gymnasium because it's 7,000 people that are all packed into wooden bleachers in this rock building, and it everything reverbs off one another. I think that's what Baylor should have done with the pavilion. Just basketball. Just rock. They should, no, they should have just made an arena like 80 years old. That or moved one That in. would be so cool. From Independence, Texas. Just moved, Like Chip, just, and jo- Chip and Joe have done that. They've moved entire houses. Yep, moved churches and everything. Yeah. Um, uh, you know... Is UNC still using Carmichael? I don't know. Move that in there. Yes. Great. Question. Great point. Boom. Yes. Yes. What? Finally. Great point by me. It is a it is a tired deal. I do it once a year. I do it once a week in football. Once a year in you, basketball. You do it more than that for basketball. I do it. I think I know where this is going. Once a year in basketball, I have the beautiful crowd tweet. Because what happened? Baylor ranked 20th in the country preseason. Will you please click the link? I, I haven't gotten it yet. Baylor ranked 20th in the country preseason. And now they're up to the top six in the nation. And I walk in yesterday. 
and the arena's like half full. Do we even care? Do people even care? And and somebody out there screaming, well, I've got kids, and I can't go at eight. But they're also screaming, well, I've got work, so I can't go at six. Yeah. And there is no other, I can't think of another program in the country that could be number six in all of college basketball and not show up for the team. Like, if I'm a player and I walk out, I have given you, graced you, the university, the fan base, with one of the best teams in the country, and I walk out to a half-full arena, number six team in the country, that's the excitement you give me. And the students showed up. I know it's finals week. The students actually showed up, which, by the way, they're being cut. I think cut. that might be better finals week. They're being cut 60% in the, in the pavilion. So, hooray. That Banger. is wildly. I just, and, and there's every excuse in the world. People right. see it, yeah, and they, I know. They, they start firing off excuses. But think about Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Not a metropolis. No. Most UNC grads leave Chapel Hill after college and it's have to not commute. near the major cities, yeah. Have to commute back to the games. And their arena is twice the size of the F-Shack. And if they were number six in the country, there would not be a single seat empty. Yes, yes. All of that is correct. I, it's just it's just numb to me at this point. Like, we just, we, we don't right. sell out no, that I arena. Agree. I yeah. agree, I agree. And, and uh, to add even more excuses to it, I mean, it's not the basketball powerhouse that North Carolina is. It's not the basketball hotbed that Fine. North Carolina NC is. State. No, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. That was kind of to your point of the excuses are always going to be there, right? And look, I, I don't even love going out. I, I live 10 minutes from the arena. I don't love going out for an 8 p.m. game. But I also think, well, I don't want to miss this team because they're that good. So is there something that Baylor can do to just get more into the city community? I mean, this is a big metro. It's not huge. But for a 10,000-seat arena and a 250,000 metro area population, like why, why aren't we getting locals in there? This goes back to just Baylor not being great with locals over decades. I know yeah. Aaron can attest to that. He's a local WIZA fan, but, I mean, this is some days just as much Aggie country as it is Bear country. That is one, that is BAM. That's where I and that's And that's not an excuse. That's a, a demerit on Baylor. That's, Baylor could have helped that over the years. And to be honest, I don't think they're really helping that right now either. No. That's, that's the point I'll give you on this. The, the true disconnect is with Waco because the tickets right. aren't expensive. Right. We're looking at $4 tickets to go to yesterday's game. If it's an 8 p.m. and you can't drive down from Dallas. Uh, by the way, I'm not screaming at people who live in Dallas. I'm not screaming at people who live in Virginia. Stephen from Virginia is one of the biggest Baylor basketball fans, makes it to one or two games a year because that's the best, which is better than more effort than a lot of fans put yep. in. I'm not screaming at you. But to walk in... A Big East team is in your house. And if they were number six, they'd sell out whatever arena they play in, given, yeah. given the week. And, and when your team, you know, like Jacoby Walter walks out, I, he, I, I know that they, when they go in, in, on Big 12 road trips to Lubbock, to Lawrence, to Gallagher-Iba in Stillwater. By the way, Lubbock's a good example. They look around and, yeah, I mean, a lot of tech grads don't stay in Lubbock. Right, right. But they have that region. They have owned that region. And even when they stink now, because there was a time that they were, what, like 0-9 in the conference last year? They turned it around. But that place is always packed. And yes, when they're better, it's one of the worst places to play as an opponent. But even when they're not that good, yeah. it's still great crowds there. And they draw pretty well for all of their sports. It's a, okay, it's a little bigger than Baylor. 
but it's also because they have leaned into that region of Texas. That that's they have owned that, and Baylor is never going to own a region quite as big as Tech. But there's no reason they can't have this this central part of the I-35 corridor yeah. here, yeah, and get people to go to the basketball games. Now we're big sports fans, so maybe we're a little different, but that kind of thought process of I don't want to miss this. This is a top ten team. This is as good as just about any team that Scott Drew's ever had on paper. Yeah. Like, don't you want to be there? Don't you want to experience that? I hope the pavilion makes it work. Because well, I, well, part of the, it would be like a great home court advantage would get people there. I, I hope that's what works. But let's go to the CMC know. Auto Line. We have Aaron Sexton on the phone. Aaron, local way Cohen. Aaron, what do you think about the ba- football or basketball? Because attendance is pretty poor in both. Well, you were talking about Baylor and Waco in general, yeah. and I've seen, I've seen uh, in my lifetime, I've seen it go both ways. It mm-hmm. kind of swings back and forth. When I was very young, there was a ton of Baylor outreach. That's how, I mean, there was a lot of reasons why I became a Baylor fan, but one of the reasons is what they used to, in the old fo- Floyd Casey, the end zone that they eventually started covering up, oh. they used to give those seats to local youths like myself or, or, make, them, or yes. make them very cheap. So you could go to a, a Baylor football game and they would make a little money, but you, you're developing fans for life. Then through my probably mid-teens, through most of my early adulthood, it, there was nothing. Um, and then that changed – under the last two ads, I think it's okay. been a lot better. Like I'm and, telling and so, you, okay. So when you, I was uh, 15, let's say I have let's see, what's yeah, 22? Like around from I would say pretty much after Grant Taft retired to when Art Browns was hired, no, oh. the outreach was p- pretty terrible. And, and the as teams a matter of fact, <laughs> I, I didn't think there was hardly any. That has absolutely changed over the last decade or so, and it's. I think it's gotten better, but it's a, it's a tough hill to climb after yeah. a lot of years of not doing and, it. And, and so, it's not the fault of any anybody currently at Baylor because right. it just there just wasn't any for about twenty years before the people that are here now got here. They're losing a generation. Absolutely, yeah. they and lost so, a generation. And I so think. you have experienced with the actual outreach coming out. What does that look like? You mentioned the tickets there. What was it that got you and your friends into Baylor? Was it just as simple as that? It was. Okay. It, there was okay. always. I'm, always cur- I'm genuinely there curious. Was, I have no context for this. Th- there was always ticker promotions when I was growing up. You know, a, a lot of them ran through Wendy's, I remember. But oh, you yeah. could run through anything, you know. You, but you could stop by a lot of local establishments and get yeah. tickets, you know, end zone tickets or wherever for this price and – it was great. And, and by the way, Baylor football sucks enough now that they could, they could absolutely start doing that again. Like, and, and they try it with, you know, that first, whatever, that first basketball game of the year when they invite all the kids there and everything. And but that, see, that's, I think that's one of the best something. things they that's do. Something. Yeah. I think it's great. That's kind of in the same vein. Well, it is in the same vein as, as what they used to do with the football tickets. So I really like that. And that's one of the things that they've started doing that's made it a lot better. Like I said, though, it's a tough yeah. hill to climb. If you grew up in Waco, but you didn't go to Baylor, yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. And even that, in theory, the scream game is what we call it, with all the kids there. Because <laughs> the it's always at like 11 a.m. in the middle of a week. The headache, and, man. And they do that. But in theory, that should be, like, to me, that's a great idea. Because then the kids see it, they have a ton of fun, and they ask their parents, hey, 
can we go to the basketball game? Right. And it's like, eh, Tuesday night, 6 o'clock? Sure. Yeah. Right. We can get everyone in there for less than 50 bucks. It's free to park? Like, yeah, let's do it. It's cheaper it, than taking your kids to Top Golf or going bowling. For or sure. Or the movies. Yeah. yeah. It's cheaper than all of those things. Much and it's cheaper. better bang for the buck, I think. Yeah. 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 And I just, I, I don't know how much of it is just this vague, cultural, Texas is football country kind of thing. Yeah. Because uh, TCU has problems, too. Well, SMU has problems, country, but that's a different scale. Not a but lot of folks showing up for that, That's either. true. Uh-huh. That's that's the truth, is is when the team isn't very, very good, yeah. the attendance isn't even half good. Like, it's it's bad. So, I, I don't know what it is. But in basketball, or excuse me, football, it's a lot easier for those alums out of town to come in. And basketball, I know so many people who uh, bought season tickets. In fact, we benefited from it, you and I, yeah. for a game last year, who bought season tickets at the end of the Feral to get into the Foster, and they went to like four games. They just wanted to have the tickets. And those tickets get left unused, especially on weeknights. And so, yeah, it was disappointing. But me, I, honestly, Drake, I don't even see it anymore. I don't even see it anymore. I, my expectation <laughs> has become so low. Which it's so is low. Disappointing. Yeah. It's disappointing that it's become that. But to walk in and see that kind of reception for the number six team in America, it to me, it took away from, oh, my gosh, what you're seeing on the floor from Eve Misi to Jacoby Walter to Jaden Nunn to Ray J. Dennis to Jalen Bridges and the like. This is basketball perfection. It is beautiful to watch. I felt like few times have I watched a player play and thought this is special enough that I I'm I'm grateful to see. I am going to watch this person. Like, right, like, Baylor's I, great, but I'm going to watch these. Guys. I'm grateful to see Jacoby Walter in person to say that I saw him when he played in college. That's how I felt. I, I felt watching him last night and have felt watching him in person this season. And to know that there are a lot of people going to miss out on that. And I do think a lot of this is the Waco outreach. Waco yep. is 26% below the poverty line. The national average is 13%. And instead of marketing to that, instead of Baylor trying to embrace that, it's more of, and especially was my, when I first started college, this was five years ago, it was there's Baylor and then there's Waco. Absolutely. And there's still a pretty clear define with that. I know a lot of Wacoans who specifically like A&M and Texas Brother, a ton yes. and yes. despise Baylor. have never been to a game, don't care about going to a game, maybe when went when they were a kid and just couldn't give a crap. How many do we know just from China Spring? Oh, my gosh. Which is you walk into a China suburb Spring, of Waco. You walk into a China Spring banquet, and it's A&M hats. It's yeah. UT hats. It's like, brother, you're 15 minutes away from the Farrell right. Center. Right. Suburb, not all that poor, by the way, in China oh. Spring. Like, this should be a, a football town. Like, it should absolutely be, like, Baylor Central. That's And I do know faculty members who live there, but still it's this disconnect. And the point of the Baylor bubble, which we hear all the time, is so true, man. I mean... My first job out of college was working over at KWKT here in Waco. Yep. And I'm telling you, for months, for months, I didn't know how to get to these basic places in Waco for stories. I had to put everything into the GPS because I, I never went out. Now, I didn't have a car, so I have a better excuse when I was, a camp, was I on campus. But it's true. Like, I, I didn't know where Woodway was. Right. And it's, you know, 15 minutes from campus. And it is, it's this stark difference, isn't it? of the people of Waco versus the people you see going to Baylor. It's, and this isn't necessarily Baylor's fault, but it's an uncomfortable situation, mm-hmm. I think, for a lot of people. Like, for example, I, I didn't grow up poor, but I didn't grow up rich. When I'm around really rich people, it doesn't matter how nice they are to me. It's yeah. uncomfortable. 
Yeah. It's really uncomfortable. And that is just such a small microcosm of what we're talking about here, but it there is an uncomfortability, I think. And there there's... And that's where I think that's what Aaron's talking about with that uphill battle. Like there's always going to be that. There's always going to be that divide. Waco is always going to have poor pockets, of course, it's the city. Baylor's just going to get richer and richer. But I I just think they can do a little better with with getting these fans on board. And I think China Spring is a great example of that. And some of these other like even a Hewitt, right? Where a lot of professors live to a pretty well-to-do community and it's not a like a Baylor town. It's just not. And it could be so easily. Yeah, 254-662-1660. We'd love to get your thoughts on this. The, the disconnect from Baylor to Waco. And the thing that there's one sport to me that could bridge this so perfectly. Central Texas is built on the dirt. Yeah. Softball, baseball. Yeah. This is a huge Great softball, baseball. And the baseball tickets are, pun intended, dirt cheap. I During the Steve Smith era, you see pictures of some of those great Baylor baseball teams where the stadium's packed. Yeah. And you can tell it's not students. These are adults right. wearing Baylor gear. And they probably didn't drive down for a Friday night game from Dallas, drive up from Houston or Austin. They are way Cohens who want to watch damn good baseball, and they come do it at Baylor Ballpark. And by the way, no minor league baseball here. Unlike you'd see at some other college towns that are big enough for that. Yeah. Not in Waco. You can go down to Round Rock. You can go up to Frisco. But that's defeating our whole purpose of the argument here. That That's two hours either way. And, you know, obviously Baylor on a down year in baseball. But for the most part, you can go and watch them and see guys who are going to be in the major leagues in five years. Yeah. In the Big 12, especially. Just who they got coming in to play them. And it's a beautiful ballpark. It's a great place to watch a baseball game. And once again, there, there's no juice in there. Haven't been since I started school, and I know that's the case for you as well. I mean, I've, I have never seen that ballpark sold out. We got uh, Stephen from Virginia on the CMC Auto Group phone line. Stephen, you've already been a hot topic today, living out there in Virginia and still making it out to some Baylor basketball games. Man, uh, what do you make of this whole thing? You know, it's really disappointing, like flat out. The last time I went to the Farrell Center, I went for the weekend that they did the combo ticket package with the OU Big Noon game and the raising of the national championship banner. And I took a lot of pictures. And that stadium's half full for Steven, the champion. Stephen, what you just said, I think, is it nails the point. Yep. You're raising a national championship banner. You did the apex of what you can of what can be done in college athletics. And it's the first full capacity game after COVID, half full. What university on earth would do that? It's really disappointing, man. And I'll tell you that, like, I try to make a number of Baylor games every year because Baylor basketball is my number one sport. And, you know, usually that involves taking trips to West Virginia or hopefully in the future places like Cincinnati that are kind of nearby. Yeah. And those places, they get loud. I mean, the West Virginia crowd, that's probably the best atmosphere I've ever experienced in a college sporting event. Yeah. I'll tell you, West Virginia doesn't have everything going for it because – you know, this year, when you live in Virginia, it's a financial decision, right? Like, am I going to go to Morgantown or am I going to go to Waco this year? Yeah. And this year, I decided to go to the Foster Pavilion instead because I had a negative experience at the West Virginia football game last year. Yeah. So, but like at the end of the day, what are we saying? At least Baylor fans are nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, I mean, Stephen. Yeah. That's kind. Of, and maybe there is some hotty toddy to that. I. I <laughs> 
I think I'm in the same boat as you. We've had this conversation. I didn't grow up rich. I didn't grow up poor. Mm-hmm. There were times where we, there, Christmas was slim, and there were times where Christmas was was nice. You know, I mean, it yes. was it was any given year. And I do. I, I'm sure there are a lot of fans, or, or just at sports fans, who know that if I go to a Baylor game, I might be told to sit down for cheering. Or my yeah. son, yeah. who's not in a Baylor branded shirt, who's in a WWE branded shirt. Because that's what he loves. That's what he wanted to wear. Might get, oh, you should wear Baylor gear. Sit down. Why are you screaming? I mean, and, and we've heard plenty of war stories of Baylor fans that are sit down, shut up, watch the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I think what's really frustrating is I think the fan base has a tendency to gatekeep a little bit. Absolutely. And like, I just, I've never heard a big school like a, like a Texas or a USC or yeah. a Oklahoma go, well, you didn't go here, so you can't be a fan of the school. Yeah. And it's something we like to, like, you know, I'll admit, I like to make fun of that, like, when it comes to UT and everything, but that that's that's what makes a powerful brand. Like, it's great that we all have connections to Baylor, and we love them because of that, but there's a reason why there aren't Baylor, or many, there's one in the room, but aren't many Baylor fans who don't have someone they know that went there, or they themselves went there. And it's never going to be as big as UT or A&M in that sense, but... There's no reason why we can't have fans. Like, there's just no reason. And I, I just, I would love to know how to diagnose this, Drake. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know exactly how it gets fixed or, or what gets better, but it's know. clearly a disconnect. Steven, uh, before we get you out of here, if you could pick one transfer portal position that Baylor should bring in a, an elite athlete, what would it be? Football. Offensive line. Yeah, that's yeah, that's good. That's a good answer. answer. <laughs> Offense wise, Stephen, thanks for your call, brother. Later, guys. All right, pushing a break again. We got to get better at this. Aaron's sweating right now. Aaron is sweating right now. Coming up, more has come out about the ACC's implosion and Florida State's intent to leave the conference as early as the next sixty days. What happens to the Big Twelve with this? This is the Drake Toll Show. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women off for finals back in action Thursday, December 14th, hosting Delaware State for the future Bears game in the Farrell Center at 11 a.m. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Everyone at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they are participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and they are asking for your support. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 7th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 2024 GMC. GMC Sierra pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from their dealership, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac will purchase $100 worth of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive Exit Waco. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. A Central Texas tradition since 1898. Leard's Furniture and Appliance usually saves customers hundreds on their purchases. They feature a nice selection of products from outstanding manufacturers like Lazy Boy, Ashley, Flex Steel, Simply Amish, and Sealy Bedding. Leard's Furniture and Appliance also offers free delivery and installation. Plus, if you need financing, they can offer plans to meet your budget. Located on the Courthouse Square in Gatesville, Leard's Furniture and Appliance. Check out their inventory today at LeardsFurniture.com. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Road trip! Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org. Member NCUA. Is this the best song for a state? Probably not, but it's up there. It's probably second to Eyes of Texas. Or, or uh, Deep in the, the Heart of Texas. Eyes of Texas, yeah, baby. Deep in the Heart, not deep in the heart of Texas. Yeah, not, uh, definitely not Eyes of Texas. Uh, I, it's right up there, man. I mean, California's got a couple good ones. Texas has a couple good ones. Just before the show. Texas West Virginia has a great one. Texas needs more. That might even be though it. it was about yeah. another state when it was written. Yes, Western, Western Virginia. Virginia. Stephen would have told us that. There needs to... There needs to be a deeper catalog of popular Texas songs. Because there is a great like, Texas love song, Slade Cleave. Everyone who's listening was like, what? 
We love yeah, that exactly. song. It's yeah. a great song. It's a mainstream. It's a deep song. track. That's the thing. It's I think about a state like Georgia has pretty good music written about it. I mean, there's some great recordings. Like the Allman Brothers did most of their music in Macon. Uh, Red Rankin was kind of going through the history of this last night with me. Georgia and, songs you know, of Georgia songs. Okay. And the artists who have stopped through and like the nights the light the night the lights went out in Georgia and um, very pop. Morgan Wallen's got a lot of Georgia songs. There is Riley Green. It, it's got a, a hold on country. Thought, think about like top heavy. Georgia's got two or three that you're like, oh, that's like Georgia on my mind. Oh. Walking back to Georgia, Jim Croce. Devil went down to Georgia. Devil went down to Georgia. So I think the top heavy good. side of Georgia probably beats out the top heavy side of Texas. And I wish there okay, was. Okay, so what would the what would the three Texas ones be uh, while we're while we're here? Definitely deep in the heart. Okay, definitely yep. deep in the heart, which is tough to. Yeah, it's more. Uh, it it's, is really tough to say mm, deep in the heart is right. It's more of just something you kind of grow up with. I, I don't know how often I want to just listen to Deep in the Heart of Texas. Yeah. I yeah. will think that about Georgia on my mind. Okay, so Deep in the Heart. Um, all my exes? All my exes live in Texas. And it, it gets a little slimmer out after that. Just Texas at, in general, so we're not Texas counting women hang uh, Galveston, Texas which women is a great song. When I die, I may not go to heaven. That's uh, Texas by I really Tanya like Tucker. Somewhere that's Down in Texas. It is a very good song. Lukenbach, Texas. That's a good one. Okay, simply about a town, but yeah, you the song count Texas it. by George Strait. Uh, you ain't met my Texas yet is one of my favorite. West Texas is the best Texas. <laughs> that, but, but again, yeah, that's you, not get, a you get in some of these that are a little more. They're not as well known. Oklahoma has some good ones. She's like Texas. The boys from, from Oklahoma, Oklahoma being number one. And Oki from Muskogee. Cross Canadian ragweed at the forefront of that. Um, Austin by Blake Shelton. Yeah. Really yeah. Like okay. So then when we go into cities, we'll we'll add a couple more. Yeah. When you go to Fort cities, Worth, cross your mind. You Galveston. A big D going uh, to the big San Antone, D. San which is a big D. small one. San Antonio Stroll. Tanya Tucker. Another another Tanya Tucker song. Yeah. Waltz Cross, Texas. I just don't. I think Texas needs more mainstream the hits Dallas about Texas. The Dallas theme music. Where you just Dallas stars? That, do we count that or no? No. Anything of '80s television, by the way. Norman Lear died today. Oh, I don't yeah. know how much that means to you. Wow. One hundred and one. One hundred and one had really? a heck wow. of a run, man. The, oh, the Jeffersons, all in the family, mm. which is so probably many. the best sitcom of all time. You know, I heard. The family. W- w- see, I heard uh, they played the Jeffersons theme song coming out of uh-huh. a segment on ESPN National earlier, and wow. I just remembered how much I love that show. I grew up, I watched that show so much as a kid. It was so funny. Yeah. It's a good show. It's, it's a great such show. a great, great show. show, actually. All yeah. in the Family is, too. I like the Jeffersons better, but they're both great. I like the boldness of the All in the Family theme song mm. with Edith singing. You know, she was... <laughs> we might need to come back to that. She, lo- I think they were both maybe in their mid to late 40s. Yes. And that was filmed. It looks like they're like 68. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Great show, man. Um on <clears throat> on this Baylor basketball. Yeah, let's get back to the show. On the, let's let's go a, we can we could veer a little bit here back to the the fan engagement thing cuz Jerome Tang actually called out Kansas State fans, the students, and said, you know, I know it's cold, we got a warm place for you to be. We sold 8,000 student tickets. We're not seeing that. And the team has not been up to par with what Kansas State wants. They went to overtime with North Alabama. They're winning these games, but they're struggling through a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And I know that, that that leads to why fans aren't showing up in droves. So Jerome Tang came to the podium and said, we need more students here. I love you. Thank you. We need more students. This isn't, you know, this isn't uh, getting it done. And the students answered. They had a huge, st- Aaron just pulled up the video, a massive student section last night. 
Um, yeah, they came. They answered the bell. Makes you think a couple of things here. One, what was Jerome thinking from the bench at Baylor? And two, yeah. why has Scott never done that? It makes me think that he has been, that Tang has been biting his tongue or had been biting his tongue for 18 years. Yeah. Because Scott will always be positive about the crowd that's there and the fans, and that's fantastic. Yeah. But clearly, I mean, look, you call them out once, they're going to show up. And he doesn't even need to call out the students. In years past, he absolutely did. But now it's it's calling out the people in the community. Yeah. Of, hey, like, y- you want the success at Baylor? Y- you're a part of it. Come out. Let's, let's, this is a top 10 team, and this is a bottom 10 crowd. Why doesn't he just do that once? He's too nice a guy. Too nice a guy. Probably a good thing that he doesn't, but if he gave a little edge. But, but a little at, this oomph, po- at this point, little... are fans ever going to dislike Scott Drew if he said that? And he's earned it. Yeah. He's certainly earned it. Yeah. He's earned the right to say, you know, I, I wasn't impressed with our crowd tonight. I wish we had a little more juice. And and here's the it is here's how broken this this is. Here's how used and and tired this argument is. They're building a new arena that is three-fourths the size of this one mm-hmm. for this exact problem. Yep. Just so they can say, you know what? No more empty seats. We're going to save face. Instead of putting a big banner or a big tarp over seats, we're just going to build a smaller arena. And look, that should be an advantage. We've said that. That that should be the advantage. You didn't sell it out anyway. If you, if you fill out 7,500, it should be great. But you're still, as we talked about yesterday, you're still going to run into this problem in weeknight games. Yep. Hello. Yes, Ooh. question. Right here. There weren't 7,500 people at the game last night. Correct. Time. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. A weeknight game, you're still going to run into that issue. You'll so re- it's all well and good to say, yeah, we're going to have 7,500 there and it's going to be packed. And the students will be there. They absolutely will be there. Do you remember the 23-game win streak in 2019-2020? Yes, I do. Do you remember the game that ends that win streak? I do. It's on it's the Kansas. road. Oh. Allen Fieldhouse, Kansas. No, it was at home. We beat them at Allen. You're right, 100%. You're correct, because they beat them at Allen on Saturday at like 11 a.m. Yeah. They're at home. CBS was awesome. College game day. It is my favorite Baylor basketball game that I've ever been to, that college game day Udoka-Azabuki game. Mm -hmm. Yes, Baylor loses. It's the best atmosphere that I've seen in a Ferrell Center. I wasn't at that game. My best atmosphere that I saw was also at a Kansas game. Yeah, I mean. In 2017. People were there to see Kansas. And they lost. They lost by a possession, just like that game. Yeah, right. The next game was, I remember, against Weber's Kansas State team on a Tuesday. There were maybe, maybe 2,500 people there. Mm. The, the streak was broken. You weren't number one anymore. Oh, no, the horror. God forbid we're not number one in the nation anymore. Tuesday night game, even when they were number one, they were you know half capacity. Right, it's just embarrassing. Um, Tuesday man. night game, maybe 2,500 people there. That's going to be an it. We're, you're going to downsize, then look around on a Tuesday night, and say, oh, we didn't fix the issue. You, there are only 4,000 people in our 7,500-seat pavilion. And until, so what, I get what they're trying to plug the hole here and put in a little fix, but until you go to the root of the problem, which is lack of connection with the city of Waco, mm-hmm. lack of connection with Central Texas, there are 20,000 students, 250,000 people within 30 minutes of Waco. That, you're looking at, you're pushing 300,000 people to fill 7,500 seats, please. And it's not going to happen until until the game day experience changes, until connection with Waco changes. The ticket prices aren't the problem. And who knows? Maybe the new pavilion will be so great that people just 
make it their, maybe for their, a year, maybe for two years, make it their mission. To but go. then it wears off. I just think maybe I'm being too dramatic here, but I think Baylor has the chance in this five year window that they've had um, that hopefully goes longer. This program that they've built now to an elite status, they have a chance. Hear me out here. Okay. Not accomplishments wise, but culturally wise to be like a Duke. A school that you hear and you think basketball, private, small, sure, but basketball, yeah, great environment, great players, great coach, yeah, and they have two of those three things. They don't have the great environment, and I, I look at a Kansas State or an Iowa State that have literally never done yeah. what Baylor just did three years ago. Have never done that. Haven't been to, I don't even know if Iowa State's ever been to a Final Four. Kansas State, it's been like 70 years. And they still have, year in, year out. I know there were some teams under Weber that were really, really bad for Kansas State. And and the numbers weren't quite there. But they always have good environments. Yeah. They always do. The Oxygon. I mean, even a Michigan State. One national championship in the last 45 years. And... They have built a culture because they have a great coach there. They put guys in the NBA, and most years they have pretty good teams. And that is one of the toughest places to play in college basketball. Yes, Michigan State's bigger, but I'm saying from a culture standpoint, you think Michigan State, you think basketball. By the way, they've been pretty successful in football the last 25 years. But you think basketball. Villanova, you think basketball. Duke, you think basketball. And Baylor's just not quite there yet, even yep. though it absolutely could be from the talent and what they're doing on the court. Ad Meister says, we oh, need to coordinate with the team cheerleaders, the band, get everybody together. We need to learn how to cheer. Sounds familiar, Which by the way. That's so what we said yeah. for football. This is, you know, A&M, that's one thing A&M does well. That's <laughs> they learn do, how they, to cheer. Yeah, they know when to do it. They're good at learning how to cheer down and, at A&M. And can, I, I will give some credit here. You and I were both the games at the game last night. I thought they did try some good things. The mats, to get bringing the people back involved. the mats and putt guy was awesome. Yeah, I was, he should have retired on top, by the way. Yeah. That's a bad call by him. The pirates who don't do anything, that's they awesome. They do that. They do this whole SpongeBob thing that's like the intro to the SpongeBob theme song, and it goes into Seven Nation Army that duh, 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 yeah. duh. But then the students don't go with it. So yeah. they, there was an effort there, but I, I don't know if it's the students looking around and seeing, huh. That, that's well, what it it's is. Ha- it's half that's, empty, so I, why am I doing this? I'm a student. I, I, I could understand I'm that. Uns, 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 and I'm looking so directly across from me. It's a two-way street. Me. It's a two-way street. I'm looking at a section of 1,500 seats, and not one has a person in it. And I'm supposed to bum, 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 bum. But it's tough to jump around when I'm looking directly at the section of olds <laughs> and empty seats. Oh. And the old people are, ah, that music's too loud. I will be fair to the old people on that. It one. is a loud. <laughs> the feral center. Very loud. It's too damn loud. It's very it's loud. So loud. Uh, can I get a breaking but. news here, Aaron, please? The Orange Bowl has canceled its news conference with Georgia's Kirby Smart and Florida State's Mike Norvell. Uh oh. What Why? is to come with Florida Why? State? This is the Drake Toll Show. Recently on the John Moore Show. Max Muncie, uh, Baylor Baseball, headed into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. Thank you very much. It means, uh, kind of kind of means everything, you know. It's, um, Baylor, it's such a special special plate, not only in my heart and my family's hearts, you know. It's, uh, it's where I met my wife and it's where I learned about becoming a man and 
baseball was always the afterthought, and it's, uh, it's just a place that helped me further who I am. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. King of the Road. Raise your hand if you're a Secretariat fan. At UBO Business Services, Secretariat is our inspiration. Secretariat gave his finest performance in the 1973 Belmont Stakes. He completed the race in a record 2 minutes, 24 seconds, winning by a record 31 lengths. This is our inspiration. Our goal is to outpace our competitors by providing an unrivaled customer experience. Reach out to UBO Business Services by calling Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's fall clearance sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury motor-powered national bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice costs. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35, and Loop 3. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. 
First Central Credit Union says it's game on. Lower your monthly vehicle payments by refinancing your vehicle with First Central. Make it a winning season with refinancing set to your preferences. You decide the due date and frequency. Financed elsewhere? Save money with a new local game plan. Apply online today. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Psycho from a Midwest suburb, no straight jacket could hold her. Wild eyes, they will lure me in her trap. I go mad just to hold her until I noticed that something was strange out of my range. There was no way back. Something went off in my brain. She was insane. Here she goes again. Welcome back. Psycho from a Midwest suburb. I woke up and I told her. Greg Toll Show. You won't me when the feeling's on. And I tell everyone. Get ready to learn pop, buddy. Yesterday, a little 90s R&B. Uh, R&B's probably not, though. It was less bluesy, more rhythm. Today, a little of what I consider to be college pop. That's what the Baylor students are listening to. Today. Oh, you've got that on good, on good accord. Yeah, can you believe that uh, that kind of music really connects with the city of Waco as well? One thing I was thinking about with this. I could walk outside of our studio right now. We're on Bagby Avenue, which is a very mm, popular. Don't say that. Don't say that. They're going to find no, you? Don't say that. They're going to find you? My mom um, bought me a blanket for Christmas that is Waco. It's the city. It's got Aww. all the streets on the, in the city of Waco, which I think is so cool. They, they have one of these for every college town in America, uh, big college town at least. So there's Fayetteville and Tuscaloosa and Waco. And you know, like Bagby Avenue is a staple of LaSalle. It's a staple of um, – we can walk outside right now. You can walk out on LaSalle, look around, take a big 360, have no idea there was a college in that town. Zero clue. Yeah. Zero True. clue that Baylor exists in this city. Like walk, we walk outside that door, look all the way around us on Bagby. Nothing. Now you go to Tuscaloosa, you go to Fayetteville, you go to Auburn, you go to College Station, you go to Austin. Not Austin. Not Austin. It's not college. But a lot of these in Lubbock, and you look around and you college know. College Station for sure. Was hot dang. Said, yeah. There is a college here. Charlottesville. State College. Ann mm. Arbor. Norman. I don't know, man. It's, it's disappointing. It wasn't a great college case. town, but, but I, you did know there was a college there. I get South Bend. The amount of stories I've heard about, you know, a Cohen's being burned or not feeling welcome at Baylor. I get it. I can't. I cannot blame you. I can blame the NCAA president, Chuck Baker, who is a man. <laughs> destroyed. There is a lot of unrest today in college athletics. The Orange Bowl canceling its press conference with Kirby Smart, Florida State's Mike Norvell. The talks of Florida State maybe wanting to boycott this game. They're already they're, they're losing, they are losing so many millions of dollars not being in the college football playoff. And a couple of people make a great point on this: canceling the press conference would never have happened if Florida State was playing SMU. They'd be right. confident they're right. going to go fourteen and zero. They're playing Liberty. They know they're going fourteen and zero. That's why I think this is a great move if they do decide to boycott against Georgia. Great move. They boycott, and then we'll never know. Well, never know. And, of course, they, they, granted, oh, I get why they boycotted. They were left out of the college football playoff at 13-0. Now there are conversations with their oil tycoon money. They've signed all these contracts and deals and partnerships with the Saudis that Florida State could pay the estimated $120 million to exit the league that the SEC or the Big Ten could help cough that up as well. About $500 million in total fees to exit the ACC. But there may have been, there may have been fraudulent negotiations 
in the construction of the grant of rights in the ACC that Florida State could take legal action against and leave, giving Pitt and Louisville and BC and Syracuse to the Big 12, giving Miami, even, we've heard, to the Big 12. That's nuts, man. It's crazy. And it's, it's, it's every year this thing gets crazier with we, what these teams can do to get out of this. I wasn't at the station in August. Um, wasn't at the station in July when this was the hot topic of the big story, but I was following it very closely that Florida State was exploring the option to leave the ACC then. Think about the amount of reasons they've been given since then right. to want right. to leave the ACC. They, they really want out now because what the committee just told you is that the Big 12 is so much. The Big 12, not, not the SEC, not the Big 10. The Big 12 is so much better than the ACC that a 12-1 Big 12 team is in the college football playoff and a 13-0 undefeated ACC team is not. That's damning. That, I was just going to say, that's the damning part about that's it. That's damning. The Big 10 and the SEC, at this point, are always going to be what they're going to be. Yep. But if you're the ACC, especially what you're adding, by the way, um, with the with the West Coast schools and SMU, uh, they have to be thinking, we're on par with the Big 12. Yeah. Even better in the Big 12. You know, I mean, Big 12 loses Oklahoma and Texas. We, we still have Clemson in football. We still have Florida State in football. They're going to be feeling good about themselves. And, yeah, the committee just told them, well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't feel good about yourselves. Yeah. They, they treated them like they did to Central Florida or Liberty or whomever, Tulane. Yeah. They say you're an American conference team. That, that's what they're saying. And Less again, than. through no Remember fault Cincinnati. of their own, they get screwed. Cincinnati made it in. TCU was, and yeah. I mean, those, those are different years, but TCU that Cincinnati makes it one in. was controversial. Without winning a college, without winning a, a Power Five championship, conference championship, TCU, that is. And again, different years, different years where, where things fell in their favor. But boy, there is unrest. So, so if you're Florida State and you've seen how much better the Big 12 is in the eyes of the committee. Obviously, the natural move is the SEC. Geographically, it's the biggest one, money-wise, of course, too. But do they say, well, why don't we just join the Big 12? Bring Ooh. Miami with us? Florida State? Yeah, no. and, and, and boost that up. If, if they're so much better than us, why don't we take what we think is smaller competition, because it is, year in, year out. It's yeah. not as good a competition year in, year out as, as the SEC is in football, and we'll get the respect. There's the, there's is the... there any kind of thought like that, do you think? No. There's the where where there's smoke, there's fire to this. Um, and the prevalent the prevalent story now is that the SEC does not want Clemson, they do not want Florida State. They seem they don't pretty happy yeah. where they are. Yeah, they don't need them. And the Big Ten, we've already seen how aggressive they are expansion with USC and UCLA. Mm -hmm. They're going to want to go and and grab a brand like Florida State yep. and grab a brand like a Clemson, which are better from a competitive standpoint right now than the four teams from the West Coast they got, Oregon, Washington, which both of those have made college football playoffs. You could consider mm -hmm. USC, UCLA to be on the bottom of the barrel when it comes and, to and athletic competition in comparison to a Florida State, Clemson, Washington, Oregon. And with that, the aggressiveness of the Big Ten, I'd be shocked if they didn't want those two schools. And, and yeah, they'll, they'll take North Carolina and Miami too if that's what they need to do. Yeah. They'll absolutely do that. And the Big Ten has no problem recruiting, but... You add Florida, that's a humongous difference to add a team from Florida in your conference for recruiting purposes, and obviously TV is going to be pretty good too. I, if you're Florida State, 
as much as I don't love conference realignment, that is the reality of today's sport. If you're Florida State, what keeps you in the ACC? Right. What does that? Right. I, I wondered that from the beginning. I, I don't know why they weren't one of the the first couple teams that the SEC was looking at, but it, it just makes no sense at this point. If that if this is what the committee is telling you, and there's going to be this new subdivision potentially down the road, there's just no reason to stay in the ACC. None. And I wonder if now, with this subdivision proposal, if that kills the ACC. Because we would have been saying that a few years ago with Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12, but the Big 12 and that landscape was able to grab some other teams, grab some corners of the country, yeah. uh, really build itself up and say, hey, we're going to be a competitive conference that makes pretty good money. We're not going to be the big boys, the biggest of the big, but we're going to do pretty well. But now, with the subdivision potentially coming in in a few years, and it's just going to be 20, 30 teams versus the world anyway, then they're like, the ACC will just be like, well, you know, North Carolina and and Clemson and Miami, even if they don't go where Florida State goes, they're like, well, we make enough money anyway. We don't need the ACC. We don't need all of this here. I so just don't I, know I just if wonder the Big if that's 12, the, end the of landing it. spot they'd go to. It, it's definitely not their number one choice, right? Or their number two choice. But I think it's better than being in the ACC right now. Is that fair? That's fair. What they just told you. I mean, they just told you. It's just not. <sighs> Compare that to what the Big Ten could give them, and it's, it's, I, it's, it's not right, cool. right. Right. Um. Now there's there is, there are the layers of this. The money, that's the big thing. The money's the big thing. Mm-hmm. But now you get not just the money, but also the prowess of, oh, uh, we were 13. Because the, in the SEC, in the SEC, Bama's starting quarterback goes down. Georgia's starting quarterback goes down. Ohio State, Michigan, they're still going to the playoff. Right. If Quinn Ewers had gone down, Texas with Malik Murphy or Arch Manning is still I going mean, to the playoff. we've literally seen this before with one of those programs you mentioned. Ohio State was down to their third-string quarterback. Committee didn't bat an eye. Uh huh. Tony makes a great putting point putting them here. at fourth. Tony makes, and a- that was the year that Baylor and TCU missed out. But that didn't even seem close at the end. They, yeah. The committee wanted Ohio State. That was momentum coming in. Tony, what's the point? Tony says here. Also, throw fuel on the fire. DeSantis wants to sue the College Football Playoff Committee for leaving out Florida State. Do it, Ron DeSantis. Do it, DeSantis. Do it. Again, none of this would be a problem if Ron DeSantis. I think the they courage. should boycott the game. I that, normally wouldn't that think that. Sounds like they're on the four. They're, I, I, I mean, normally they wouldn't think that. They canceled the coach's but. press conference, which is nuts. You don't ever see that. Just pr- prove your point, man. Prove your point. <sighs> Where's your point? Because they might well lose to. I mean, they will lose to Georgia if they play them with the quarterback situation. They'll probably lose to Georgia. So let's do let's do the UCF route. Yeah. Let's not leave it up to. Let's say yeah, we were the best team. And we're not going to stoop down to this level like John McGraw in 1904. I'm not going to stoop down to this level and play your silly little game that's not a playoff. I kind (laughs) of respect it. Normally, I would say, go play in traffic, man, and play the game. But I'm like, you know what? If I was Florida State, a Florida State fan, I would want my team to do this. I would want them to make a point. That is going to be such a harder point than winning the Orange Bowl. Yeah. It just will. And maybe it's not as great for your fans, but it does galvanize your fans. Mm. You know, you, you, they miss out on the opportunity to go to the Orange Bowl and have fun watching their team. That's great. But you can print the T-shirts. You can you could be in the record books forever by boycotting this game. 
and and proving a statement before it goes to a 12 team playoff. Yeah. And showing and most importantly just proving the BS of this committee. Because that headline of the committee saying how much money they'd they'd have lost or the the figures of what they would have lost by having Florida State in over an SEC team, that headline's going to go away. We yeah. all kind of know it anyway. That headline's going to go away. If a team refuses to play the two-time defending national champions in a bowl game because of that very reason, yeah. then that headline doesn't go away. No, you're that right. gets remembered. Maybe it's a footnote in history, but it's there. You're right. This I think is, they should do it. The, we are in a very the, – the unrest in college athletics is going to result in the biggest teams getting to make their own decisions and create their own league. And that, that's that's the, the, and, the kind of – verbiage that stuck out to me in that letter yesterday was how upfront Baker was about that. He, I mean, literally using the terms, they will make their rules that is more conducive to them. Yep. Like that, that's, yep. that's scary. I think it's a slippery slope. I, I just don't love it. Now, all I see is positive feedback because it's, you know, the Ohio State AD or the, or the, or the Georgia AD or whomever it is that they're, that they're asking about it. But as veiled capitalistic, I guess, is the yeah. way to put it. As college football has always That's been. It is. We live with that because sometimes the un- the plucky underdog can come through and have and, and and you know rewrite the history books. Now that is just leaving no doubt. We are going from a, a free republic to serfdom. It's essentially what that's going to be if you write it in their own rules. We we are going from a a complete electoral college republic to a monarchy is really what that is. Yeah. And, you know, you can argue that the country and the sport was already like that, but and it's this not, leaves no doubt. It's not college football. It is entertainment. This yes, is that's, now yes, the WWE. Yes. Did you see the Bomani Jones clip about that? Uh, no, I didn't. I don't like Bomani Jones at all, but he makes a great point, and that Why? is exactly it. I don't like Bomani Jones. What did he um, do to I don't like his race baiting, and I don't like what he says about Boston. Um, so he he puts it out there, though. He says, you know... There's only one team in college football that for a decade can say they're going to be there. They're going to be amongst the dance. That's yeah. Alabama. The rest of you guys are just dogs at the track. You know, just playing for funsies. Yeah. And this is an entertainment for, for the college football playoff. This is about entertainment. Yeah. It's not about the integrity or the best teams as much as they'll tell you that. It's not. It's about who are going to be the best teams for America to watch. And now they're just taking that that guessing game out of it. That's what they're saying. You guys make the most money because people watch you. Well, that's what they're going to watch. That That's what our league's going to be now. Hearing rumors out of Kansas State that Jerome Tang's time there might be up at the end of this season for a reason that is shocking to me. This is the Drake Toll Show. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Cowboys back, throws it. Oh, look out. Picked up! It's Blair! Only heard... Here. It's Bland! He's got one man to beat at the 20! All season. He did it! Again! Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys and Eagles, Sunday night started with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. 
All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's somewhat freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Well, it's that time again. The most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the foundation doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Doesn't this guitar sound so good? Mm, mm, mm. So sweet. Living in this big blue. 
stepping out of space. I know I'll be A-O, A-OK. I know I'll be A-O, A-OK. One o'clock hour. Wednesday, December 6th. Merry Christmas, everybody. Cameron Stewart, Aaron Sexton. The Drake Toll Show. That's what they call it. You know, when, where does Wednesday rank on your uh, your days of the week? Oh, not good. Where does Wednesday rank? Not great. Come on. I don't love it. I it's think not as bad as Tuesday, Thursday's but I don't love one. it, man. Thursday's one. Thursday's great. I'm going to go uh, Thursday's one because guess what? You know what? Like Friday's built in. It's supposed to be good. Yeah. Saturday's built in. supposed to be good. Sunday's built in. supposed to be good. I'm There's go. a different energy that you get on a Friday, though. And the part of that is why Thursday is good. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know. It doesn't matter how much sleep you get Thursday and Friday. Thursday nights, you're in Friday. Thursday night's a great night. I love to go out on Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. I'll say it. That was always wow. my favorite night to go out. Yep, it's great. Man. That's when college, college night. You know, Thursday one. Let's go Friday two, Sunday three. Over I Saturday, have, I usually pretty lazy Sunday. Saturdays usually packed. Yeah, with sports. us, we we have to we work, work a lot yeah. on Saturdays. We yeah. work on Saturday, so yeah, I'm gonna go Friday at one. Uh, or Thursday, I think one. naturally I put Friday as more fun work because we're working China Spring versus Correct. Baylor on Saturday. Friday to uh, <laughs> Sunday at three. Saturday, the fourth best day of the week is Saturday for me. By the way, I saw. Oh, sorry. I'm going to go fifth Monday, by the way. I think fifth Monday because Monday has a newness. There's like, oh, you know, it's Monday. All right. I also whatever. feel like just I'm just done. in a fever dream on Monday. Mo- Monday, yeah. I don't know if this is different for anyone else. Mondays go fast for me. The sixth I don't best, know why. Sixth best day of the week is Wednesday, and the worst day of the week is Tuesday. Yes. The yeah. worst day of the week is Tuesday. Finally. I just, what I hate about Wednesday is the fact that the work week is not even. It's five days. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, now as we sit at one o'clock on a Wednesday, I'm like, okay, I'm, work half, week is five I'm, days. I'm, half, <laughs> I'm halfway through the week, Lucky. but I just hate that I'm already usually worn down by Wednesday and I'm like, damn, man, I'm not even halfway through it. So I don't like Wednesday. Um, and plus there's no Tuesday no, I mean, action, me. but there's no NFL on Wednesday. No, t- but, no, but just Tuesday to me is a... You get the newness of Monday's great. It's like, okay, we're back in action. We know the job. It's got to get done. Tuesday is, oh, that weekend's really far away. Nothing is new. You just survived Monday, and you got Tuesday. And there's no real sports. There's and there's no, no, no real sports, sports on Tuesday. There's no real sports, Maction. Super Tuesday. Then <laughs> um, Wednesday, also not great. This one's a weird one. Kansas State okay. has had you're talking a, about Wednesday. Which na- which day of the week would you name your kid after? All right, we're done. Stop. Which month? I which was, state? I was listening North to Carolina Stewart. And usually I don't like that show, but they really lost me talking about which day of the week's the best. They disrespect I, really, the I thought it was a thought-provoking conversation. See, I just I came for sports, which is why I like the press box. And it just I, I, I tell you, and I, I usually turn I it off after what the press they, box. I gave them a chance. <laughs> They started talking about days of the week. I had to turn it off. I forgot what they talked about with the basketball, but I couldn't stop. Th- I couldn't stop thinking all day. If if me and the miss was had another kid, what day of the week would we name it out? And, and I'm, I'm, tell you, I, I'm torn. Charlie Baker. I like Wednesday, but that's used too much. Subdivisions. This subdivision. And one of the hosts said he didn't understand it either. So why am I? So supposed why to listen is he even him? talking about? So why am I supposed to listen to him? That's the best part of the whole conversation about the NCAA splitting apart is Cameron going, yeah, I don't really get this. And then <laughs> uh, this, this was, this is my Dave Aranda era where I'm just honest to a fault from like, guys, I don't know what I'm talking about. I did it on lockdown Bay where it was almost a cry for help. Like, please get in the comments and explain this to me. He throws the ball. I, I'm just, no. I'm missing, man. He thinks about throwing the ball. 
No. No. He thinks, nay. He nay. thinks about what it would be like if he threw the ball. Um, Kansas State, Richard Linton, their president. Mm-hmm. I think their fans would argue I today. I think he goes by Dick. Dick, Dick Linton, their Dick president. Linton. Yep. Yep. Their fans would argue today by that he is the worst president in the United States. Worse than Flavio. Um, the reason Brandon? they're arguing, Kansas State fans are arguing, President Richard Linton is the worst United States because, which has been, it's not been a banner 24 hours with Colin Klein leaving. The, oh, I'm fine stinks. with that based on his late game play calling. Neither here nor there. This is well, all I'm about glad that he's not facing Baylor. So Naquan Tomlin, a Kansas State basketball player, Naquan Tomlin, who was suspended earlier in the year, October, for getting into a bar fight. In fact, he got into a bar fight, 2 a.m., nothing good happens. We have seen college players get DUIs, which I would argue is worse not to compare issues, but that to me is worse than a bar fight, is driving yes. drunk. Yes. And he was suspended suspended indefinitely. It has come out basically that Jerome Tang and the coaching staff want Tomlin back. I mean, he served a, over a month suspension right, right. for a bar fight. Far be it from out. You know, Baker Mayfield got arrested on Dixon Street. We were like, mm-hmm. eh, yeah, whatever. What was it? Uh, Bennett, uh, uh, Stetson Bennett, who's knocking yes. on people's doors, hammered. <laughs> yes. Richard Sherman tried to rob his in-laws. And then now he's wild. still on Thursday. You know, I mean, people, athletes typically is, yeah. do some terrible, awful, stupid stuff. Naquan Tomlin got in a bar fight. This goes into the discussion we've had actually over the course of the football season of the person over player and what what should what is the character issues that that they keep finding in these players not bring them in. This is it's obviously gray a gray area, right? But to me, like you just said, the bar fight it's not that bad. A nineteen twenty year old kid getting into it's not great. It's not great. It's not great for the program. Tank said, "What should he never work again?" Like Tank said, "This is." We are not going to, you know, let this one slide. I'm not going to forfeit a player's future just so they can, we can win some basketball games. The kid who he fought doesn't lose his job at High V. No, definitely not. The coming he, he, he doesn't. The, yeah. yeah, he doesn't flunk a class because of it. No. And I know we got to hold these guys to a higher standard. I get that. But now. But is he going to miss a whole in, season for this? Hold, but hold on. This isn't an issue with Tang. Right. They have taken this out of Tang's hands. The president, Richard Linton, is the one who is holding Naquan Tomlin back. He has overstepped Jerome Tang, the same head coach, the same Jerome Tang, that when his student section was chanting FKU, he pulled a Scott Drew, grabbed the stadium mic, and said, whoa, 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 cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. We talk about us. We don't mention them. We talk about us. Stop. Which is a, like, that. that's moral, ethical, Change in culture. To the highest. Change in he culture. He has showed that he can have the optics of him being lame to hold the accountability and then of putting out a good image. The president steps in and says, hey, uh, no, I, you know, not for me. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, take over the reins here. Not trusting his coach. And that, to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense. We've got Caleb on here. Caleb's a Kansas State grad. 2020, and one of my favorite follows on Twitter. Caleb, welcome to the Drake Toll Show. What on earth is going on in Manhattan, Kansas right now? Uh, hey, Drake. Um, uh, first of all, it's, it's good to talk to you, man. You were uh, feelings mutual. You're one of my favorite accounts as well, man. So, um, but um, it's uh, Aaron, clip it and share it everywhere. It's kind of uh, it's kind of all going to hell in a handbasket today, huh? Um, I don't really know what all you've talked about already, but 
let's start with, so we, we've gotten to Colin Klein here. What is the reaction from Kansas State fans about Colin Klein no longer being in Manhattan? Jake, I, th- I honestly think that the general consensus is we're terrified about Avery Johnson following him to College Station. Oh. Um, mm. And I think, you know, I think for what it's worth, from what I've been told, um, I don't think that he wants Avery to follow him. I think he wants Avery to stay here. And I think I think Avery wants to be here, but you know, that can that can change pretty easily with the amount of money uh yeah. A&M has. So um but I think that's honestly the main concern and more secondarily it just it sucks to lose a guy who's, you know, in your ring of honor um and has been here forever as a player and a coach. So um yeah, I think the main concern though honestly is is Avery going to stick around for the new OC? So, what's what's more is the issues on the basketball floor with Jerome Tang. It sounds like he is at odds with President Richard Linton. Give me a thirty thousand level view of what exactly is going on between basketball coach, university president. Sure. So I guess I I guess where to really start this is um, the night of the it would have been the night of the TCU K State football game. Yep. Um. Naquan Tomlin, uh, star forward for the Cats, got in a uh, bar fight um, in Aggieville, our bar district there in Manhattan. And uh, Coach Tang suspended him indefinitely um, based on what happened there. Um, and now here we are. Um, he's he, he's in diversion. He's been, you know, cleared by the court of law. Uh, Coach Tang is, is wants him to play. Our athletic director Gene Taylor wants him to play. Yep. But uh, the president of the university, Richard Linton, is holding him out. And uh, <laughs> I wish that it. I wish that like it, it almost seems unfathomable. Like it doesn't even seem like it'd be realistic, right? But that's exactly what's happening. The president's going over the athletic director and head basketball coach's head, and. Uh, single-handedly holding out Naquan Tomlin right now. So Okay, so Caleb, the way you say that, which kind of negates this question that I had, I think, but this doesn't happen, right? This isn't a Kansas State thing where the president goes mm-hmm. in and, and disciplines the players on individual teams? Right, right, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, <laughs> I didn't know I if this was some kind of cat honestly. tradition, but I guess not. I guess not. No, no. Um, yeah, I, I uh, you know... The funniest part of it is Gene Taylor just signed an extension as their athletic director through 2030, and then, like, the press release for it, uh, President Linton had made the comment that, you know, it's it's so great to have a, a athletic director that you can rely on and just stay out of his way and let him work. And for him to say that and then do this is, uh, like I said, it's unfathomable. So Yeah. Uh, Caleb, give me two. It sounds like Jerome Tang's not happy. I, I wouldn't be either. The The football program, the unrest with Colin Klein leaving. I know the transfer portal, 12 players. The last update yesterday was 12 players have entered. There's some positive attrition there, too, so that's not the end of the world. But give me the the, the complete feel of, of, that, of Kansas State Nation right now. Is this one of the more rough 24 hours you can remember? Oh, man. Uh <laughs> You know, honestly, really, and uh, you might actually enjoy this, but I think this is the roughest 24 hours I've had as a Kansas State fan wow. since I was uh, 15 years old, and we were the number one team in the nation and went down to Waco and lost to the Baylor Bears to blow our uh, 
our national championship hopes. Um, it's uh, it's rough right now, and I I share that sentiment with a lot of K State fans right now. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I, and then for you, Caleb, I know it's this is like a tough question, and as as a Kansas State fan and somebody who went to the school, it's like, <laughs> what do you do? I mean. If Richard Linton truly is the issue, is is that the kind of guy you're you're willing to give up for a Jerome Tang or a Taylor? I mean, is this just feel like that it's one dude who is overstepping everybody and creating issues? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, like you can find a, a Richard Linton is a dime a dozen. There's only one Jerome Tang. There's there's no question in my mind. I mean, you know, if like if it's going to come down to picking sides and for what it's worth, Drake, that's what I'm hearing is mm-hmm. Tang is basically telling people it's hammer me. I'm not going to stick around if Linton's going to be here. Um, there's, there's no question. There's no question. You, you get rid of it. And you know, that's a whole nother process that I'm honestly yeah. not even sure where to start as far as getting rid of a president, but you're making me pick one or the other. Every, every K-State fan you talk to is picking Jerome Tang yeah. for sure. Man, Caleb, thanks for calling us today. Appreciate it, Caleb. Absolutely. Thank you, Drake. Yeah. What a That's power awesome. play by Tang, That's man. Awesome. This is a guy who was... And it might work, by the way. ...who was waiting for that chance. Mm-hmm. 18 years as an assistant to Scott Drew. We know that he turned down interviews in the past. He was waiting for that best situation. And in year two, he is power playing them right now. Yeah. And Caleb's point is year absolutely two. right, by the way. As much as, you, as much as the academians in here might not like to hear it. University presidents are a dime a dozen. Yep. It's one of the easiest jobs in administration. If you get the right basketball coach. Many of them figureheads. Because the board of regents is who makes these calls. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a commissioner of a league, right? Yep. It, I mean, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. They don't have the great power that people think they do. Ask Indiana what that's like. Yeah. Would you pick the basketball coach or the university president? You know? Ask Baylor fans if they'd pick the football coach the university president. Not this one currently, but in the past. Like, it is, they they do grow on trees, these university presidents. Great college basketball coaches don't. And I don't know that Jerome Tang is going to be a great head coach, but he was an excellent assistant, and he had a pretty darn good first year, and he is building something good at Kansas State. Yeah. That's interesting, man. I, and to, good he good could on go, him for the power play. He could go to a an a historic powerhouse in the Big Ten tomorrow. I mean, we just mentioned ACC, it. I mean, in Texas, you think Indiana wouldn't move on from Mike Woodson if they have another losing season to bring in Jerome Tang? Yep. It sure would. Hot name, hot commodity. And the university president overstepping everybody. Guy who got Oregon there in 2022. Oregon on a bit of a slide. I mean, that's the thing. The president also got there in 2022. Yeah. This is uh, Richard Linton walks in and says, you know what? I've, I've got power. I'm going to use it. We're suspending this kid. You're the university president, brother. Know your place in this. Know your place in it. And, and I can guarantee you, in a, in a with a passionate, a passionate place like the Little Apple, those donors really don't care about the president. No, not near nope. as much as they do about winning in athletics, in football, and in basketball. That is a in Manhattan, Kansas. That is paramount. That is a college. And they've town done a good job at its fun. When you say, "What do you know about Manhattan?" Oh, you know, I mean, great pizza, Italian population. Like, no, 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 Manhattan, Kansas. Oh, Kansas State. Kansas State. It's just Kansas State. And to the point where if I asked you about Manhattan, us being in the South, you'd say, like, New York City or Kansas. Correct. Like, that's that's Correct. crazy, by the way, to think about. And I know that's not really conceptualized too much. but Being a Big 12 country, crazy. though, it's the way that it is. Yeah, yeah, to be compared to, like, the biggest, the most famous city in the world. Yep. Not wow. my personal favorite, but. When he... Sh- 
remember, when Coach Tang got there, he had two scholarship players, mm-hmm. and that team made the Elite Eight last yeah. year. Think about yeah. that. That's, yep. it, that's insane. He's good. Uh, He's good. Dang, man. That's top just three, top three coach in this conference. Also, what a banger call. I, I phoned in a Appreciate friend. Caleb. I phoned a friend, got Caleb on, just oh, help, help unpack That wasn't this. random. No, thank goodness. Oh, jeez. That would have been yeah, yeah. shocking, huh? Um, <laughs> Caleb did tweet, and I didn't see this tweet before we called him. You mean nothing, Richard Linton. You are a worthless P. <laughs> oh, yeah. You walk around campus and not one kid knows who you are or gives a D. Damn, we can say damn. You're a nobody. Get out of the way. The best thing that happened to us since 1989. Tang is bigger at Kansas State than you'll ever be. That's a Caleb tweet. I didn't even see and that. He's how, obviously how know, passionate about How do you about, know Caleb, by the way? And Twitter. Okay. He's a Twitter personality? Yeah, I would say. Okay. And he John, knows his stuff. John Kurtz is one of the great Kansas State uh, media members. Yes, yes. Says, has there ever been a wilder 24 hours in Kansas State sports history? That's big, man. That's wild. That is big. Free Naquan signs. They chanted it at the game last night. This is nuts. So as bad as we think the administration has handled some things at Baylor in the last three months, month even. Whew. Yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll, I don't think you'll ever hear Scott Drew say it's either Linda Livingstone or me. Right. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, but, like, yeah, that, that's, that's the craziness that's that we're talking about level. here. God that's the craziness blessed, we're talking man. about here. Poor kids. Poor guys. God love them. I mean, them. yeah, trying to keep the rest of this team focused. God love them. That's, that's not going to be easy to do. No. Coming up, uh, the transfer portal is open. Really, really open. And I, I think we're on the downtrend here of guys who are going to enter. I don't believe we'll see too many more massive names go. Probably. Uh, you're going to get that, that influx after the college football playoff for a few Texas guys, a few Bama guys. And that's when you'll see a lot of the commitments. You'll yeah. see some commitments this week, and then you probably won't see them again until we, early January. mostly seen the headliners to yeah. this point. Yeah. Uh, because some big ones, man. kids want to get in quick. It opened on the 4th. Many got in. Many announced their decision before that. Got in fast and built, you know, they wanted to take as much of this process in as they could. So I don't think we're going to see too many more splash names out there. It's now the splash of where they go. I'm going to get a uh, a short list of Cameron Stewart's, wh- who he wants for Christmas in the Baylor if. football program. This is the Drake Toll Show. Matt Mosley, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Dave Aranda is returning as head coach. It feels weird today saying, well, this person's gone, this person's gone, but this person stays. You know, I thought, didn't try to hide this, that it was time to move on from Dave Aranda. So I'm not going to change my tune now that he's back and be like, hey, man, this is great. This is a great decision. Matt Mosley, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor Powered National Bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Every day, InCommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, InCommons Bank offers modern-day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At InCommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. 
So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. Welcome back to the Drake Toll Show. Cameron Stewart, Aaron Sexton, rolling along on 1 o'clock hour on a Wednesday. It's the most wonderful time of the year. If you're not a Kansas State fan. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. Not uh, a good day. No, I've heard Matt sing on a show a time or two. We need to get Matt to sing a little bit more. He's the kind of guy. Matt Matt strikes me as the guy to go, yeah, I did a little singing. I was in a men's choir up at uh, Baylor back at uh, college days. You know, young Mosley running around campus. He has talked to, and then I, I know basically what it is, but he's talked about his fraternity winning sing at least a hundred oh, times. Oh, okay, he's one years. of those guys. So he definitely sings. Wasn't he strikes the, me as someone who actually really likes Christmas music. Wasn't in the choir. Honestly, Aaron, uh, you, for Aaron. me. Uh, you can't start yeah, the Christmas music soon enough. Somebody who was in sing, the Fiji, Phi, Gamma, one sing, 93. I know Aaron, 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 we've got listeners that remember. They were there. They they remember. This was, of course, the early Many 90s. Listening out there. I was singing the Humpty Dance. Back Aaron, when. you remember that one? Now, Aaron, they wouldn't. I was pointing out to fat women. Wouldn't let the ladies uh, run the line, which, as we all know, you know, different times, much better now. I, I didn't even think about it, but it, I mean, it's stupid. Now. But we didn't even think about it back then. Aaron. <laughs> the ladies uh, I know didn't want to run the line. Aaron, have you played the Humpty Dance as a comeback song for him? Have you played any exotic music as a comeback song for Matt yet? Yep. Yeah, if I played the Humpty Dance, okay, I played. Yeah, Has, does he ever mention it? Oh yeah, anytime I play any '80s or '90s, he's he's all for it. Like if I play, huh. Aaron, uh, what's that? Soundgarden? What is uh, <laughs> what, like if I play, I, I think in, on the bumper rotation, like it's Busta Moves on there, and uh, you want it? <sighs> Brass Monkey, he loves those. You got, You've it. got it. Mosley Show, his favorite. <laughs> Oh, wow. Is this a uh, young MC? Aaron? That's my favorite is when I can tell he's reading. Because he'll go, oh, this, I see this here about Big 12 and WWE. Aaron says here, uh, 
got a partnership. <laughs> and uh, pregnant pause. Um, the Matt Mosley show, three to six. We basically just did the promo. We did the same. We thing do the promo. promos for him a lot, and I don't. I don't mind it. And I, I love the Listen days where he gets fired up. He gets particularly yeah. fired up about the Cowboys and uh, and the Baylor Bears. Once in a while, Baylor football, mostly the Cowboys. A lot of the Cowboys. And, and he goes into that different tone where he starts talking real fast and almost gets a little bit higher pitched because you can tell he's passionate. He's on a roll. He's feeling it. Yeah, baby. We've all been there in the radio biz. He's going to pick, I, I don't mean to give away his show, but he's going to pick the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl today between the hours of three and six. And you, I'm not going to tell you when. I'm not going to tell you which segment it is. Nope. But nope. It'll be in there for Stop. sure. Stop. Just got a text from Mosley. Stop. Um, stop. Oh, <laughs> uh, Mose. The Baylor transfer portal situation is not, um, I don't know, man. We, it's, it's weird look, to gauge. Look, look, look. We are the most pessimistic show on the channel. We are, we like to give, we like to put it down the middle, maybe with a bit of a, hey, let's all, you know, bated breath, but without a lot of hope, let's be real realistic about stuff. And so we have somehow put a negative spin on only three people entering the transfer portal by saying there is no positive attrition or room for, you know, some guys probably need to leave. Um, Let's try to be a little positive here and talk about possible fits for Baylor in the transfer portal. So what I'm looking at, Drake, and we'll be on Locked on Baylor tomorrow, is the quarterback position because it's the funnest one to do, okay? Okay. It's not the most important position they need. Of course not. Uh, but they do. this seems like it's distressing you, Drake. They do need to get a quarterback. What is that? At least for depth. You called him the Lamar Jackson of FCS? I did, baby. And where does he play? He plays quarterback. At what school? The College of the Holy Cross. That, that's what I don't understand is first you're telling me Baylor's going to go out and hire the Kyle offensive coordinator, yeah, which is really I am. liberal. I am. It's got, you know, that that's fruity within itself. Then you're going to tell me they're taking the Holy Cross quarterback. Hey, Worcester County I is conservative enough. I drive to the games from Hillsborough. Yeah, that's like a hour-long drive on us because the traffic on 35 is, yeah. to watch the Kyle right. offensive coordinator. The, the head coach coached at Hawaii and a kid from Holy Cross. I think I'm done. The head coach is from California as well. I think I don't think I'm going to renew the my ba- season Baylor ticket. fans would love him if he comes in here. So that's why don't I start with that because that's the first <laughs> – that's the first quarterback that's been offered by Baylor. The rest of these are a wish list. Holy Cross. Matthew Sluka from Holy Cross. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. You also, you also like Gary Bohannon. You can't like Gary Bohannon and not like Matthew Sluka. They're the same quarterback. Gary Bohannon has won a Sugar Bowl. How many Sugar Bowls has Holy Cross quarterback Mike Gusepi won? He, he took them. Matthew Sluka <laughs> took them to the FCS semifinals last year. That's basically the college football playoff Look, of FCS. They actually won some playoff games, okay? Mark Gondolfi so, so, was a great FCS quarterback, I'm sure. But Baylor already got a great FCS quarterback in their third stringer from Northern Arizona. This kid's better. This kid's Richard way Martinez. better. Richard Martinez. Kid's Richard way Martinez? Better. No. Andy Martinez. No. Ooh. Ooh. Gun to my head. I don't know right now. Think of Sneed. Oh. Oh. Nope. 
RJ Martinez. RJ Martinez. There you go. Great. All right. Can I can I go through some of Saluka's numbers at least? How about at, for at his, Holy Cross? Yes. Yes. How about for his career? Fifty-eight percent completion percentage. That's not good. It's not great. Okay. It's not great. Thank you. You've sold me. It's not great. I'm a fan again. But then, are you sticking with me here? No. Five thousand eight hundred ninety-six yards. That plays. Yeah. Fifty-nine touchdowns to fifteen picks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> one season of a seventeen-game NFL schedule. Yes. That that's well, he probably what would did be that great. In Twenty-five games. Whatever. Uh, no, many, no Baylor quarterback does that, by the way, which is what we're talking about picks? here. How many touchdowns 59 to, to 15 in his career. I bet Blake Shapin would tear it up at Holy Cross. And 3,579 yards on the ground and 38 rushing touchdowns in his career. Okay. That, mm, there you got me. Repeat that yes. one. Yes. Hold on. Hold Gary on. Gary Bohannon was six. No, 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 no. Repeat the Holy Cross kid real quick, please. Because that. 3,579 rushing yards, 38 rushing touchdowns. I just got a little tingle below the waist. Yes. I know you did. <laughs> That's melted in my IMAX. Okay, seat. one more time, please. 3,579 rushing yards and 38 rushing touchdowns. Is a quarterback. In three years. Woo! I'm sorry. Bo- All right. Bohannon was a great runner. Now, look, Not a great quarterback, but a great first, runner. You told me he's from Kyle. I didn't lock him. Then I heard he runs the spreads. So that's okay. The kid's going to lock it. Then Holy Cross, of course, is off-putting. <laughs> the kid can run the ball. So Bohannon, 6'3", 226. This kid, Sluka, is 6'3", so same height and just okay. 10 pounds lighter, 216. And we can, we can fix that. We can fix that? We can fix that. And by the way, this is as football nerdy as I get. The wide zone is great for running backs. Mm-hmm. It's just okay for mobile quarterbacks. You know what's great for mobile quarterbacks or dual threat quarterbacks is what I'll call them? Spread. The spread, baby. The spread. So... And by the way, Bohannon's career completion percentage is also 58%. So, same thing. He was the Offensive Player of the Year in the Patriot League, baby. And this is what is really off the charts, are the other offers he has. About 20 offers so far, including LSU, A&M, Mississippi State, or Jeff Levy, Michigan State. So, you call it crazy, but if you're calling Baylor crazy... A quarter of the good programs in this nation are also crazy. Hey, You're knocking uh, on the door. Cam. Matthew Sluka, who is hey. going to be the best athlete in Texas whose name ends in Luca. Or hey. has Luca in it. Before we keep going on about Mitch Garbanzo here, uh, can you read those teams again, please? Louisiana State. As in LSU. Yep. Okay. Texas Agricultural Mechanical. That'd be AM, right? Michigan, formerly known as Michigan Agricultural Mechanical, now mm. Michigan State. Michigan State, yes. And what was the other one I said? Mississippi State. Jeff Levy. Yep. Hey, uh, Cam. Yep. Baylor's not going to win a recruiting battle against any of those schools. They might. Oh. What do you know? They'll have a more open quarterback competition. What do I you know? Think. So you think that A&M, who has no quarterback going into next yes. season. Yes, I do. That Baylor has a much more open quarterback uh, competition. That's so why I think, a- I think A&M. State, I think A&M. Who has no quarterback I next think season. A&M is targeting um, – the kid whose name now escapes me, Avery Johnson, yeah, Kansas State. In fact, they have the NIL money; they could still attract Will Howard with now his OC at A and M. So you're giving me a conspiracy theory of this kid's getting way bigger and better offers than Baylor. By the way, LSU's quarterback also leaving, way yes. bigger and better offers yes. than Baylor. But uh, these schools will probably take a different transfer quarterback. And then well, Baylor's I mean, well, I mean, look, I really like Matthew Sluka, but if you're A and M and you name? have yes. And you have the choice between Matthew Sluka and Will Howard. 
that's easy. If Baylor had that choice, they would also go Will Howard, okay? So, yeah, they're at the table, though, Drake. They're at the table. And they've offered him. And let's look at some of the guys they haven't offered yet, but they should. Okay. Because it's the only quarterback they've offered. Taylon Green from Boise State. Of course. Is a guy that uh, at least two Baylor players have tried to recruit on Twitter, including high school teammate Armani Winfield, who also hasn't announced that he's coming back to Baylor as we're recording this now. We're live right now. And he has or has not? Has not. Oh, great. His numbers, Taylon Green's numbers, are not going to jump off the page. So you got to stick with me here. And again, this is not like the best case scenario. In two seasons as the starter at Boise State, 59% completion percentage. Okay? 30, just a, a shade under 3,800 yards, 25 touchdowns, 15 picks. Not great. Okay? But he has, in the last two seasons, rushed for over 1,000 yards and 19 touchdowns. Louisville kid and the size is what jumps off the page. 6'6", 221. Now, you have to stick with me here because I am not comparing these two players only, literally only on their physical attributes. Not at all the skill, okay? But I see a lot of this kid's game in this guy. So he's 6'6", 221. When he was at Auburn, Cam Newton, 6'5", 245. So a little bit more beef, but a very similar running style. He, he, he knows how to work those lanes. The high school 40 time for Taylor Green is 4.6. That's not among the best burners at wide receiver. Not Kyler Murray. But Cam Newton's is 4.59. He's a really tough kid to bring down. I just, I can't. Uh, if Bay- if he was Baylor's starting quarterback, I don't think that would be the best option out there. Yeah. But he's shown some flashes. He's also the MVP of the Mountain West Championship game last weekend. Hooray. And this well, kid, and the, I, why I mean, did you look, bury the lead? Look, what do you want from me on a three? Why, why did you, what do you bury want from the me lead? On, you are no, you are just like these people who don't like Spav at all. They were three and freaking nine last year. They would do well to have the Holy Cross quarterback. Yeah, that's true. They're Bail- three and nine. I do need to reset my three and nine. This one, I think, is actually their I best just, option you, of the ones I'm going to go over. He hasn't been offered yet. None of these have been offered other than Sluka, Chandler Rogers at UNT. You giving me the six six kid. And being like, well, he's just like Cam Newton because he's I, big. I, dude, what did I say? What was my preface? I'm not comparing him to Cam Newton. And I'm then comparing you- the size of Cam Newton. That's the style that he plays in. Is he going to be as good as Cam Newton? Of course not. Never. Maybe a Baylor he could be. But with to, a new but to conceptualize <laughs> what you're, what the kind of player you're looking at. That's the kind of player you're looking at. All right, give me one more. We have 30 seconds okay. to go. Chandler Rogers. Okay, UNT. He should have been the player of the year in the conference. 62% completion percentage, 3,400 yards, 29 touchdowns to five picks. This would be his fourth school, by the way. Played at Blinn and ULM, and he's a kid I really liked out of ULM yeah. before. True. He's from Mansfield. He's a short kid, 6-0-195, but he can zip that thing. Blake Shapin. Oh, I think a little bit better. A little Aaron, more arm talent than Blake Shapin. Aaron, can you give me mm-hmm. a breaking news, please? <laughs> Baylor University in the hunt for quarterbacks from Boise State. Holy Cross and North Texas. Again, man, what the <laughs> hell do you want? Like, what do you want? Start spreading. Chandler Rogers news. from UNT will have some great offers, by the way. I'm pulling my season tickets today. We're getting the Holy Cross quarterback. Baylor. No, Baylor. no. You're getting the Lamar Jackson of FCS. Yes. Is what you're getting. Coming up, who's dead? Because it's a lot of people. This is the Drake Toll Show. 
Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. It's Baylor and Michigan State Saturday, December 16th from Detroit. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off, December 16th. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Did you know, now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 170 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. Now, write it off the lot and write it off your taxes for zero down and 0% APR for 48 months plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through December 31st, subject to credit approval. Consult your tax advisor. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's somewhat freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 cuz you don't want a kid with your house's lid. The Drake Toll Show. The Toxards. Doom Bops. Doom Bops. What's the wrong with nepotism? You think if somebody tried out for the band Hanson, who didn't have the last name Hanson, they would have let them in? You know, that's a good point. Which is a great... Which what about is the a, Jackson 5? A really good point. Male good point. and female. Uh, how do you rate Doom Bops by the Toxards? I think I, it's, I, that song bangs. I, I heard about 10 seconds of it. Sounded okay. Thank you. Aaron? Uh, Aaron? Same. All right, great. Thanks, thanks you guys. Making me feel good about my, my song. That You're I welcome, man. I was trying to I listen to some Jack Johnson on the way so. here, which I'm not a huge fan of, but he's okay. Um, T-Rex tweets. Talk about a happy surprise, which is... I, I have been talking about that. Which is what my parents called me for a majority of my life. Yeah. Don't know what it means still. I've earned Companion Pass with Southwest Air again for the rest of the year and all of 2024. Glad to have it again. What does that mean? No idea. Good tweet. Good tweet. Good surprise, man. I got to give it to him. Thank you. Mr. Rex, uh, who died today? Do you, can you just give me a guess of who died today, please? Uh, oof, Norman Lear. Uh, yes. St. <laughs> Nicholas. What year? Oh, that's a tough one, though. The year of our Lord. 2023? Great start. Absolutely. St. Nicholas died today. Jolly old St. Nicholas. That sucks, man. He died at 73. Today, like b- Santa Three Claus. weeks before his biggest day of the year. Now, we should be very clear to all the children of the car. Santa Claus, physical figure, the, the human being, died. And in, and in a moment becomes this all-powerful what? creature. Man who moves to the North Pole and gives away toys. So this is just Saint Nicholas. This is the the original, like before he became Santa Claus. Okay. What year? What year? Covered our bases. Uh, I'm gonna go the same year as Jesus. Thirty three. Three forty three. Uh, Had we lost Jesus and Santa Claus in the same year, Saint Nick, that would have been. We, well, so that in that sense, we would have lost Jesus and gained Santa Claus. Mm. What a year that would have been for Christmas. And really gained Jesus, honestly. We did get Jesus back. We we did. That is true. That is true. See, I growing up, I never heard about what Jesus did after he rose from the tomb. I guess that is something you fell you folks, you fellas down here learn. Yes. Uh but that was just kind of like Jesus he, came back from the dead and then he just 
That's it. End of story. Roll credits. Because he just hung- like walk back to the tomb, ascend into heaven, Greece style, like the end of Greece. He hung out for a while. He hung out for a while. And was then, it like a day or two? I honestly still don't know. It was a while. He he was he was here. He was hanging out. Disciples. He's hanging. You know, Thomas doubted. That's so cool, man. He was just chilling. They and when they when you know like you're not Jesus, like, dude. Touch my hand. Jesus, really here, brother. It's massive. Uh, Jefferson Davis died today. Oh man, opposite of Jesus of and Santa Claus. <laughs> opposite of Jesus and Santa Claus. Jefferson Davis, eighteen seventy four. Who is looking up right now? After he died in 1889, he's been he's been feeling the heat for over 100 years, well over 100 years. Werner von Simeons, German inventor, invented electrical conductance. 1897, 92, close. Oh no! 1892 is a good year, baby. Lead Belly Local died today. Club. Lead Belly died today. Legendary guitarist. Uh, 1939. I'll give you a second guess. After I tell you, it was amyotrophic lateral sclerosis that killed him. So it didn't have a name yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. By 1939, it had a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1934. 49. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. It was Wait, kind of why a, didn't it have a name yet? I don't know. Lou Gehrig died in 41. But they, it's still ALS. You know, they're not going to put Lou Gehrig's disease on this website. Honus Wagner. Oh. Died today. 1953. Mm. Mm. 55. Yep. Yep. Joe Jackson die in 53. Oh, man. Plane crash. No. 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 Not plane crash. Not Newt Rockney. Roy Orbison. Oh, man. What Mama don't don't know won't hurt her. 1990? 88. He dies of a massive heart attack at 52. From Wink, Texas. He was young, He got his start on the station I worked for in Odessa. Gone too soon. Great American songwriter. And, And when you go to Wink... It's in the middle of nowhere, as is most of West Texas. Like, yeah. nowhere. And there's a big, the sign has a big picture of his glasses. This one's easy. His hometown of Roy Orbison and the Wink Wildcats. Tunku Abdul Rahman, Malaysia's first ever pra- prime minister. 1994. 90, 1990. Pete Rozelle died today. What year? Oh, boy. 2001. 96 for Pete Rozelle. And Mills Lane. No longer That's with where us. I grew up. Mills Lane, American boxing referee, Evander Holyfield, Mike Tyson, uh, 1997, okay. and television personality from Judge Mills Lane. That's so great. Died, he made a career out of that. Died at the age of 85 in what year? 2010. 2022. Okay, sure. 2022. This day in sports history, the White Sox beat the Giants 9-4 to in an exhibition game in Tokyo. By the way, in this year... Japan has not been open for that long. It's been open for less than 50 years. Okay. Uh, 1915. 1913. Dang. Great <clears throat> guess. Maddie. Great guess. Um, wow. The fifth Heisman Trophy. The fifth yeah. one? I thought we did the fifth one. Uh-uh. You know who it is? Uh, oh, the fifth one? Don't, don't tell me. It's a river. Three. Oh, wait. He was only the fifth? Two. It's Niall Kinnick. It's Niall Kinnick from Iowa. Yeah. And in that would have been 1941. 1939. Damn. Did he die in 1941? No. No. Of course not. I would he died not. in the war, but the war didn't happen really in 1941. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Oh, give me this. Give me this. Okay, so yeah, 39. The 27th yeah, been the Heisman I was just thinking to Ernie Davis, the first ever African-American winner. Ernie Davis from Syracuse. When's the Heisman in what year? 1961. 1961. Uh, very nicely done. Good sports year. You're good at this game. Uh, Jerry Rice's touchdown record was this year, this day, and this year. 1998? 92 for Jerry Rice. Wow, that quickly, man. 92. What a player. Yep, yep. Uh, Barry Bonds, $43 million. San Francisco Giants from the Pirates. Ooh, I just watched this on Ken Burns' baseball the other day. Uh, he moved to the or to the Giants in 19... 19- 93. 92. 92. Okay, so 92 offseason, 93 first season. How often do I do that? All right. I got to get to the new year with this. Last couple here. LSU beats Georgia 34-13 to in the 12th SEC championship. Uh, 2003. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely goes on to win the national championship that year. The 8th Big 12 championship. Kansas State beats number one Oklahoma 35-7. to 2003. 2003. You're getting good at this. You're getting good. Oklahoma beats Missouri 62 to 21 in the 13th Big 12 championship. That was 2000. Virginia Tech beats Boston College in the ACC championship 30 to 12. Just rip my heart out. Also 2008. Yes. Uh, And then number one Alabama beats number 14 Missouri 42 to 13 in the 23rd SEC championship. 2013? 2014. 2014. Same year that Georgia Tech lost to Florida State. What a weird ACC championship. And last but not least, Derrick Henry breaks the record. Franchise record. Lorena's Derrick Henry, by the way. 238 yards and four touchdowns against Jacksonville, including a 99-yard touchdown run on this day in what year? 2019. 2018. 2018. That's Cameron Stewart across the room. We talked about all kinds of stuff today, including sports for the first time in a while. We don't do that on this show very often. Sports. Aaron Sexton, not only did he crunch the numbers, crunch the board, he offered great insight today. Thank you, Aaron. Always does, man. This has been It Always Will Be. Thanks for making it your lunchtime listen every single day. John Morris coming up. Matt Mosley after that. The Drake Dole Show. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women off for finals back in action Thursday, December 14th, hosting Delaware State for the future Bears game in the Farrell Center at 11 a.m. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Tanner Roofing Incorporated, located in Belton, Texas, has been family-owned and operated since 1956 and specializes in residential, commercial, industrial, metal, TPO, coatings, shingles, and repairs. With over 50 years' experience in the roofing industry, Tanner Roofing Incorporated has achieved the following recognitions. Better Business Bureau A+, Owens Corning Platinum Preferred Contractor, Firestone Building Products Approved Contractor, and Muleheit Coating Certified Installer. Call Tanner Roofing Incorporated today for a free estimate at 254-939-0343 or check them out online at tannerroofing.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. 
So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you 